Welcome to episode 38 of the Tech Yet Games podcast. We have a big one coming for you today. Yeah. This is the world's top gaming podcast. Number one. All number, across the nation. Number one across the nation, the globe. Number one in China and number one in Russia. Definitely. Number one in Finland. As I, really? I checked the numbers. Finland. Interesting. Yeah. What about like Denmark and Sweden? No, but... They don't uh, like us there. Mozambique. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like the gun in Apex, but... A country, I think. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot. Of, hey, all the Mozambique listeners, thanks for supporting us. That's a country, right? A city? I think an it's, island? I think I don't even want to comment because I'll embarrass myself. I mean, I'm totally willing to be ignorant. Yeah. So I'll let you take the bullet on this Let's one. Let's rock and roll. I'm here with my <laughs> wonderful co-host, Leo. Thank you. And it's wonderful to be here with you, as always. Yeah, it's been a little while. We recorded early last week. We did, yeah, because I had to... Do some fun vacationy stuff. Yeah, with moms, mom spaghetti. Yeah, I actually played some games with her. Oh, what'd you guys play? I, whenever she comes by, she, she obviously doesn't play a lot of games, and you know it's an important part of my life, as you've probably guessed. Uh, but so whenever she does come by, I like to kind of show her the newest stuff. So I showed her Untitled Goose Game because I knew she'd get a huge kick out of that. Yeah, and it is funny. She loves it. She was. She actually sent me a Kotaku article today about? that was written about it. She's like, "Look what I saw." <laughs> Your mom reads Kotaku? No, not normally. It what an SJW just, she is. It, it must have just showed up somewhere, uh, but she sent it to me and it was funny. And we played God of War because I just kind of wanted to show her the newest, you know, what the PS4 is kind of capable of. Yeah. And just a Spider-Man, a couple other things just to kind of, oh, I showed her Red Dead Redemption. Ooh. Yeah. Some real hits you showed her. Yeah. I just wanted her to see like modern games, what they kind of are doing nowadays. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, I missed you. I missed all of you listeners, too. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I feel like it's been such a long, long know, time. It's it very sad. All right. We're going to get right I mean, into yeah, it today. I think, I think we should. And we're going to start with Tony's trivia. Oh, damn it. So what, you, I was you, hoping you would have forgotten about What do you want to start with? <laughs> Leo. Okay. I'm we're ready. We're quickly plummeting into a dystopian world. That sure seems like it, doesn't it? Right? I mean... Speech is being suppressed. Yeah. No one's even counting your votes anymore. <laughs> what is going on out there? The world is on, literally on fire. It's not going to be any water soon. I wouldn't say the world is literally on fire. Well, it's heating up. The sun is literally on fire. Oh, there you go. That's even worse. Yeah. So The sun's on fire? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's rough out there. <laughs> um, so my question for you today is, what is like the worst gaming dystopia? Damn, that's a good question. So it's kind of the best by being the worst. Okay, yeah. So that's the question. The the most like exciting and and novel, or like the actual one that would be the worst to live in. I think the worst to live in, like a real shit show. Hmm. Um, I'll point out a couple notable ones that maybe you wouldn't guess. Yeah. Um, Chrono Trigger. Oh, that one's awesome. The future version of yeah, Chrono that Trigger. Sucks, but there's cool robots everywhere. Yeah, but the fucking aliens kind of. Yeah. Ruined everybody. Lobos. Um, Damn you, Lobos. Mega Man. Oh, again, the robots are awesome. Yeah, the robots really do a number on it. Um, this one you would probably guess, and it's not the one I chose, so I'll tell it to you. Uh, but obviously, Fallout. Yeah. Specific, specifically, New Vegas is the one I chose out of the Fallouts. Yeah, I think Fallout would be cool, though, just because it is so stylized. and Yeah, there know, is, there's a lot of suffering out there for sure, but it also it depends if it's like, right, like if it's Fallout 76... Not good. That's not what you want. No. You're just running around. Everything's glitchy. It's expensive. Your servers are always crashing. 
If it's Fallout 4, I kind of don't want it either. I'll be honest. No, I don't either. But New Vegas actually, to me, is the most, probably the best in that there's a city and, and there's, every, there's so many wacky, interesting sustainable. characters. And the people are, are, you know, not all of them are like mutated and horrifying. Only some of them are. So what do you pick? There's a couple obvious ones. Yeah. And I will say the one I chose is kind of obvious. Okay. One that comes to mind, not because it's terrible, but just one maybe people don't think about is Wind Waker. Where everything's just covered in water. Yeah, I think the funnest thing about this, and this isn't, I'll give away, this isn't what I chose, but a lot of like these kind of cute cartoony games are very dystopian. Yeah, if you're actually living there. Right, like, yeah, I think that would be kind of rough just because it takes forever to sail everywhere. Mm -hmm. What if you don't have a boat? Then what do you do? Swim. Yeah, just swim. What are some other examples? Uh, Rapture. Yeah, that came to mind, of course, but that's, I don't know, it's not really dystopian because it's so located in one area, you know? Yeah, I think by the time you get there, it's kind of dystopian and it, like the yeah. environment you're in. But, but yeah, you could I, just leave. <laughs> that's the thing. That's true. Like a dystopia to me is like the whole world. And then there's also like the horror side, like again, Silent Hill could be, that's certainly dystopic and probably the worst, but I don't know if that counts because it's not the future. It's like a parallel dimension kind of a thing. Yeah, and there are a lot of games I hadn't played that like on lists I found that I was just like, I'm not really going to go into these. Yeah. What are you going to say? Wind Waker? I feel like I always choose Zelda just because that comes to mind so readily. And I do pick Zelda answers a lot. So it's actually a pretty smart bet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe that's, that's what I'm doing. Oh, uh, Last of Us would suck. Ooh, Last of Us would suck. Those creepy... Yeah. It's not a good impression, but you know what I mean. Cauliflower heads. <laughs> Mushroom people. So the what's one the I right, chose... What's the right answer? The one I chose is Half-Life 2. Hmm, that's an interesting. Yeah, that that makes sense. The city sucks. It's oppressive. Yeah. It's totalitarian. You get out of the city and you got face suckers. You do got a gravity gun though. I mean, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We wouldn't. Yeah, we. Tony wouldn't. and Leo would not have a gravity gun. You got to do a lot of murdering. No, you're totally right, man. Like Ravenholm with yeah. the zombies. Yeah, that's true. You don't think of Half Life. I mean, that's a City good Seventeen sucks, and then you yep. get out of it, and even it worse. sucks worse. <laughs> yeah, right? like, even worse. Yeah. So that that's what I chose. Half Life Two. I think that's that's a really good one, just because it might not come to mind. And what's funny about Half Life is you see it get triggered right in the first mm-hmm. one, and then it only gets worse and worse. And you're right, half by Half Life Two, it's pretty shitty out there. It's a real shit show. Okay, so our next amazingly popular segment, the people love it. It's the Final Fantasy Fifteen. Woo! Just so you guys know, this is up to fifteen minutes of us talking about. Mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, but any of the Final Fantasies are game. Yeah, all Final Fantasies are fair game, but we usually talk about fourteen. Did you play any fourteen? I played a little bit. I didn't get very far. I'm still. I got to the next like chunk of quests. I got through the three. Now you just have to do all the bosses again on hard. It's pretty weak. Like that yeah, annoys me. It's a short quest chain though. It's not. It's like the I've had to do like five in a row. Five bosses. Yeah, over the course of a while. Like, now I have to do another one. I forget who. Oh, I have to fight uh, the wind lady again. Yeah, they're also easy, though. They're easy, but it's just annoying. And also, sometimes the queue times are super long. So I'm like, okay, I'll do this. And then I, I don't know. The whole thing just annoys me. Just tank them hoes, bro. I am a tank, even so. But I'm getting pretty good at a tank. I bet you are. And it is fun to just, it is fun when you have a good group and you just obliterate the boss. Yeah, it is. Fun. I always watch the videos ahead of time just so I don't. So I kind of know what the sort of strategies are, but nine times out of 10, they don't even matter because we just knock them down so quickly. 
Yeah, I played a little bit as well. Um, Stormblood kind of sucks. How so? Without spoilers. Um, I will just say because the environments are very much like early Realm Reborn environments. It's just mm. very much in the dust, right? It's all based around... I can't, I can't remember what the area is called, but it's like... There's a town you visit in Realm Reborn where it's like underground, like a little cave town with yeah. rebels, Ahamigo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like kind of based around an offshoot of that area. Like it's where you kind of start and it probably gets better, but like I'm still in the beginning of Stormblood and it's very much like that area, like just dirt and like, you know, it's after um heaven sword was so kind of epic to progress through yeah uh this feels very mundane hmm. um but you know i'll get through it it hasn't i haven't played that much this week because a lot of stuff has kind of dropped this week yeah for sure but um but yeah it's it's cool you know i can think is my takeaway from it so far yeah uh but i'll get more time into it and kind of see how yeah i'm sure it'll change but that's interesting to hear I mean, I could see how that would happen after like the heights they achieved. Yeah, I really liked Heaven Sword a lot. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I just haven't had a chance, especially since you know I didn't have the weekend. I didn't really have a chance, but it's three day weekend, so I'm thinking maybe one day I'll just sit down and spend six hours just finally getting through all these goddamn quests. I have an Infinity weekend. <laughs> no, that's not quite how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's totally how it works. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm on Infinity weekend. <laughs> um, did you ever play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? No, me neither. I never, I never got into it. The so only offshoot go. I really got into was Mystic Quest. Oh, old school. Yeah. Was that on a Game Boy? No, that was a Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. And it, it was, was a, a Game Boy one. I was young and I really liked it. And then I found out it was really bad. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you don't know it's bad. Yeah. You just love everything. You love everything. And then Quest you, 64. This is so cool. Yeah. And then like, you see it on a list. It's like, this is the worst Final Fantasy. And you're like, what are you talking about? It was great. And then, and then you you're, like, and you're like, yeah, it sure was. Like, <laughs> wow, this was trash. <laughs> I didn't spend a hundred hours on this. Yeah. This is my <clears throat> spent more than that on that super game. That's funny. Yeah. No, I never had any Crystal Chronicles. I didn't either. I was just curious because I guess they're remastering it. And I think, uh, I haven't checked out yet, but I think the Dissidia game is actually free to play on Steam. Dissidia? It's oh, the wow. 3v3 yeah. fighter on... I remember I played the original on PlayStation. I think I have it, actually. On PSP, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not like it. Yeah, I've heard it's not good. It was cool to play a Squall, though. My favorite. Your favorite. Why would anyone play a Squall? You can play as Ultimacia. Okay. That was cool, too. Better, everything's better than Squall so far. Squall's cool, man. You gotta give him a break. Why do you love Squall? I don't love Squall. You I just... S- I think he gets a bad rap. His character arc's more sophisticated than people give it credit for. That's Sophist- all I'm going to say. Sof- sof- more than people give it credit sophisticated? for. Sophisticated? Yeah, I think so. There's some more subtlety there than you think. It's more than just like, this guy's an asshole. Okay. Though he is in the beginning. We've talked about my hate for Squall so many times, I don't want to <laughs> no. repeat it. I feel like the Final Fantasy 15 just is always the same things. Yeah, we talk about Final Fantasy 14 okay, for two minutes. Okay, real quick, let's talk about Squall. a Final Fantasy we've never talked about. Um, one. We talked about that. Two. <laughs> we talked about that too. Uh, what's another weird spinoff? I know there's been a ton. I don't know. There's not that many. There was that th- shitty mobile game that was just the worst. It was like the most oh, flagrant yeah. cash grab anyone's ever done in history. Yeah, I, I didn't play that either. Uh, I will I say, this is a nice little spinoff topic. I thought this happened earlier, but now all of the Final Fantasy soundtracks are on Spotify. 
Oh, interesting. Like everything. I know some of them were knockoffs still. They didn't have all the soundtrack out. Yeah. And that shit is super bomb. Yeah, dude. Super good. It is. I would say that's one of those like put on while you're at work and just Mm -hmm. let it roll. Um, And I will sneak in because I was listening to that. I also listened to uh, the Sayonara Wild Heart soundtrack. I didn't even play the game, but the soundtrack, pretty jamming. For which game? I'm sorry. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of it. It's kind of like a Res kind of game. Ooh, like I love a, Res. Yeah, you like this game then. Huh. It's very short, so it's like a, Res. Yeah, you consume it in like an hour and hmm. kind of see all the stuff. That's cool. But really cool. Really good soundtrack. But yes, all the Final Fantasy soundtracks are on Spotify, and they are all excellent. They are all, almost without exception. I think they're even if it's a soundtrack now, every song's fire. Like the ones that are fire are so good. There are a couple things about Final Fantasy that are like undisputably great cinematics the cinematics the soundtracks yeah and the cover art yeah i don't know i mean i I should know this because i'm sure like everyone that likes final fantasy knows this but whoever draws those stylized yoshitako amano see those stylized cover illustrations they do for all the final fantasy games yeah he's cool as hell make me want to cry yeah like they're so good they always capture the game spirit so well but they're so like minimal and beautiful. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. All his art's really beautiful. I think he's, I'm sure he's well known for other stuff, but yeah, I always wonder sometimes if like he even has to do other stuff or if they're like Strauss picture for the new five eyes. He yeah. spends, you know, a month on it and he's like, cool, that's all I got to do this year. Yeah. It's a little one color <laughs> illustration of a buster sword sticking out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I guess Yumatsu, like he doesn't even do the music anymore. He probably just does main themes. Like, yeah. He didn't do the five eyes 14 music. He just did the main theme. I'm sure a lot of it is like, you know, a lot of music is kind of rolled out of the theme, you know what no, I mean? for sure. So, but Final Fantasy 14 music is so good. It is. It's, it's so good. And it's different, it's which is ever, nice. It's so different. Like and there's a ton of it. Yeah, it's it's funny because I turn off the music most of the time just because it's like the you get tired of the world music all the time, right? especially the mount music and stuff like I turn off the mount music, yeah. When you're doing it over and over and over again. And the golden saucer you get tired of. Yeah, golden saucer you get tired of. But then, like, I was watching a thing, and there's this event right now, this Chocobo. I don't know. It's not Chocobo. It's, it's Mogs. It's the, you get, like, these special Mog things. Talisman thing, currency. So many currencies in that game. Yeah, I don't, even, um, I don't even try and keep track. But you can buy, like, you know, they have the sound, the record things mm-hmm. you can buy. So they have them for all this, like, late game soundtrack stuff and i was watching a video and they're just like showing you all the things you can buy and they played through all of them I'm like man this is so good like i could just yeah. sit here like i could just sit here and listen to these fucking things all day yeah like the music is just so fucking good it is it always is yeah it, ever since the like the original for the nes like for what it was it was so good just a little the harp yep. little run is just so strong like it's just amazing to me how good it is i totally agree that's why it's, i think there's a huge part of why it's been so successful when i went to that final fantasy the orchestra thing yeah. the worlds apart thing even then just having like it all it opens with the kind of the heart player playing that run and it's just like man this is so like, good. oh shit here we go this is like so like powerful right now yeah you know it's I definitely cried at that thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, I'm it's sure. I'm sure there wasn't a dry in the house. No, man. Like people were losing it. Like yeah. it was really good. Drinking some wine, fucking just crying, listening to Final Fantasy music. It's a fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does sound amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it'll um, be sad if they ever put out a Final Fantasy game and the music just sucks. It'll be like, oh, 
Yeah, they played the theme from 10 and they showed like the videos. Dude, of, 10 had yeah. maybe the best soundtrack of all. Yeah, it was so good. 10 soundtrack is say what you want about 10, but the soundtrack is so fucking good. But she's doing the shrine dance on yeah. the water and they're playing mm-hmm. them. Oh my God. That cinematic is amazing too, man. Dude, that shit was too much. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> I was like, show me some fucking blitz ball. I can't look at this yeah. anymore. Now, even like the biggest hater, you got to admit those cinematics and the music. Amazing. Untouchable. Amazing. Um, Okay, we're gonna cut it. We're gonna end the Final Fantasy fifteen. I think this was a good one. We covered a lot of different, a lot of ground. We had a lot of fun. I think that's what's really important. Yeah, I agree. That was a good one. Yeah, I hope good. all you out there agree. And you know, if you want to inform Tony about Squall, by all means. Um, normally, I'm really into contact from social media, Tech yeah Podcast, or our email, Tech yeah Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yeah, but if you send me one about Squall, I will ban you from something <laughs> from what i'll block you or i don't know <laughs> i don't so whatever i can do to get you out of my life i'll do <laughs> all right i'm just letting you know ahead of time wow yeah that's it's a how, strict anti-squall policy that's what it, that's what it's like you know i went to this art opening for this uh, final fantasy exhibit at uh gallery nucleus here in uh alhambra mm-hmm. and um everyone was kind of cosplaying and the girl i went with dresses renoa oh cool and they were just like all these fucking squall dorks oh, the whole time. Like, hey, well, can we take a picture? And I'm just like, get away from these fucking people. <laughs> They're not good people. <laughs> no, they just like squall. <laughs> like, Well, like, here's the big question that everyone wants to know. Who did you dress as? I didn't cosplay. I oh, dressed man, as Tony. You should have said a blitzball. Yeah, I was a blitzball. I was, <laughs> Kef- a blitzball. I was Kefka. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I was all I was all the Knights of the Round Table, okay. Oh wow. Yeah, Knights of the Round. I was a Chocobo. Oh, yeah. A Mog, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be fun actually. <laughs> I don't know, I gotta find the most normal character and I'll dress like that. I think Renault is a good choice. She's pretty like she looks her her you know, outfit's a little weird, but for Final Fantasy it's about it's as chill as you can get. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I think it was good too. It's one of those things you can kind of just pull off. You just need like black bicycle shorts and like a weird blue sweater and you're good yeah my favorite one i saw there was someone was uh there's a noctis costume it's like a mariachi oh, really? someone did that yeah it's really good Damn, the game sounds good yeah it's a super good game <laughs> there's a lot of good things about no for sure 15. i think someday i will play it it's yeah. just not anytime soon i should my, my friend has my copy i'll just bring it to you so you can play it because he sure ain't playing it yeah but it's fun to play through once and i'm sure with the patches it's a lot better but it's not a good game yeah um all right with that out of the way it's the question of the hour. It's what everyone wants to know. Leo, what have you been playing this week? All right. Well, this week was actually an interesting one. I had a little bit more time, so I sort of dipped my feet into some... Dipped my toes, not my feet. Into a few different uh, different ponds of game. Wow. To really stretch this analogy. Yeah, this is a real stretch you're going Tortured for ways. You could just tell me what you've been playing. If <laughs> well, hold like. on. I don't know if I'm done with my analogy yet. I've been swimming in a deep sea <laughs> of, of video game. Okay. Of code. <laughs> Flowing through the ether <laughs> of code and bits. And internet. Yeah. So I played some Fortnite, which I'd never really played much wow. before. And we re- I was doing it for work, and we mostly just played the creative mode. So what do you think? I played a lot of Fortnite when it came out. I think the creative mode is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of clumsy, but I love the idea of creating games and other games. I think that's so cool. And, uh, you know, you could argue it's just outsourcing the brunt of the labor to the community but people come up with some really cool stuff and it's you know it is pretty neat that it's totally free and there's a almost an infinite amount of cool shit in there that just people made my hot take Fortnite's a good game it is, uh, yeah i think it's pretty clearly a good game by any mm-hmm. metric i will say i don't really like it 
Um, not cause it's not good. I just don't enjoy it really. I don't, I just hate the building. I don't like the building. I don't like the way it looks, even though I, I know it's highly stylized. I just don't, I, I don't like it. I don't think it looks great either, but I think it looks great for what it is. It looks ageless too. Like it'll look great in 20 years. It's very playable. It feels so like, because it of the graphics, well. style, it feels so snappy. Yeah. I think, I think it's good in that way. It looks good for a video game. It's just not my style at all. Um, I really hate that building though. Yeah. They really like it drove either. me away. Cause it's just, I don't have the time to invest in yeah. becoming a master builder. Yeah. Right. I, I only did the battle royale a couple times and I didn't do very well. I got a couple kills though. Oh, champ! I can I can see. I mean, for the fact that it's free, the sheer amount of content is pretty remarkable. I don't think it gets enough credit for that. It's like, a huge game. It's a huge game and it yeah. is free and it's like super free. Yeah. So I totally get why people get really super into it. free. Meaning it's huge and there's yeah. I mean, you can pay for it, but it, there's very few paywalls, if any. Right? It's all cosmetic, I think. So that's what I mean when it's I say like America's super game. Free. It's a super freedom. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that was fun. It was fun to play it. That's kind of why we were playing is to be like, hey, we, you know, we should at least understand how this works. And we had a lot of fun with it. Part of that was fun just, you know, playing together. Any game's kind of fun if you play together. Yeah, it's fun but to goof off in those games. Yeah, it was you fun just know, goofing off. You know what's funny? I never win at Fortnite. Like when I used to play it, I never won. And I got my friend to install it. And like the first game I got him to play, I won. You're like, nice. I'm really good. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm so good at this. Let's quit playing. Yeah, I've never played again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I played that. That was cool. It was fun. I was trying to imagine playing on a phone, though. I'm like, man, I do, cannot imagine. I was playing on PC, you know, Honestly, which is probably the best way to play it. Imagine. Try and play it on your Switch and it's terrible. Yeah, I've heard that. It it's really fun. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't still, believe how bad it was on I'm Switch. I'm still tripping out. Like, I can't wait to try Overwatch just because I feel like it's going to be such a disaster. Uh, I refuse because I love freedom in America. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Well. By then, there'll be a new problem, <laughs> and people yeah. will forgive in Blizzard. I won't play Blizzard games because I love freedom, and I won't watch the Joker because I'm not a uh, racist. Okay? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn. So, you're, you're very limited options. Yeah. The, the world is closing in on me, <laughs> but I'm staying on my ground. Okay? Well, speaking of fighting for freedom, the other game I played a fair amount of was Call of Freedom Duty. Freedom Wars. Call of Duty World War II. Oh. Which, as a lot of you probably know, is was just recently in the Humble Bundle. Uh, I don't support anti-fascism, so... <laughs> you I'm can't support play, anything. I'm not Shit. playing that game either. Um, did you play it at all? World War II, it was the one before Black Ops 4, but I did after not, Black Ops 3. I did not play it. I think the last old and one I, think I after was World at War. Yeah, and that was an older one. Which was a fun game. Yeah, World War, World at War was kind of fun. I think it was a little, it tried a little too hard to be edgy. Like, it hasn't aged well in that way. It's like, yeah. it's very eye-rolly now. Um, but this game is not good. It's a bad game. It's, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's bad. Like, it's technically competent. You know, it looks insane. It looks so good. The character models are some of the best I've ever seen in any game. Um, but the game sucks, man. It is so painfully generic. When I was imagining a new World War II Call of Duty game, I was imagining like modern graphics, which it does have. And I was imagining like a different take on it, you know, like a different take on the story or like something new because we've had take. a lot. Yeah, we've had a lot of World War II Call of Duties. And I thought it was like, cool, this will be a new time to revisit it because they have something interesting to say, you know, explore some new avenues. There is none of that. You're just, a, you know. Super heroic, superhuman white soldier who just goes through all the same exact battlefields, like <gasps> storming the beach of Normandy. No way. We haven't seen that before. And it was done. It was boring, which like World War II Call of Duty game should not be boring yeah. above all else. The shooting feels so archaic. It's just so simple. There's nothing to it. The story is just totally forgettable. It has things like 
the, the fate of the free world is depending on this. Like literally lines like that. Where you, you better just, hit those shots though. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate, I guess, because there's so much work that went into making it beautiful and awesome looking and they have nothing to say. It's so generic. And it just made me sad. I was like, man, imagine what someone with this, this amount of resources who actually had something interesting to say or like a new take on this it would be so cool. Yeah. I feel like there's a, you know, there's been such a shift in writing in games, like especially, I mean, I didn't even know World War II was probably four or five years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe not even that. Yeah, actually, that's kind of an annual franchise, right? It's probably two yeah, or three probably, Yeah, but just kind of a trip. But, you know, I do feel like Call of Duty hasn't kind of kept up with that. You know, like, even prior to that, Advanced Warfare and stuff, they're fine. I've never... I'll be honest, I've never been the guy that's been into Call of Duty single-player uh, yeah. single campaigns. I've thought they've always been kind of poorly written. Yeah. Um. Even, like, you know, like, Modern Warfare 2 might be my favorite Call of Duty, and even that campaign, I was a little, like... Oh, no more Russians. This is so crazy. Yeah, you know, I like I don't think it's quite as cool as I thought it was. Yeah, I don't think it is either. And um and you know, I just feel like kind of they've kind of missed the boat on maturing and progressing. And I, I do hope this new one is kind of a new their new form, right? I hope it really does try and even if it's not like tasteful, right? Like it doesn't have to be tasteful. It doesn't have to be. I just hope it's compelling. I will say about Call of Duty, like they've at least they've sort of tried in the past. Like Advanced Warfare is definitely not a, an incredible game, but at least they were trying to do some stuff with like corporations, and you know it was like it wasn't totally soulless and generic, which is what this is. This is like just think of World War Two movies and every scene you can think of, and it's in this game. It's just so uninspired. There's nothing there. It sounds like what I would kind of think it was gonna be, but it doesn't need to be like that. Like you could tell no. an interesting story. Like, I think of, you know, the one everyone always talks about is Spec Ops, right? Because it it at least had an interesting take uh, on I it. I don't support white phosphorus. <laughs> yeah, good. You should play this game. It's anti-white phosphorus. But anyway, at least that game, like, say what you want about it. It's not a great game mechanically, but at least it was interesting. And at least it kind of had something to say. Whether it landed or not, whether it was subtle or not, at least it was something. This is the opposite of that. It's just World War II trope with really good graphics. It was yeah. very disappointing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm hoping the new one, maybe it sounds like maybe they're experimenting a little bit, like you get to play as a refugee, stuff like that could be interesting. It seems like they're doing some interesting things as far as the talent they're bringing in for the writing. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. What they're trying to do. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I did like the multiplayer beta, so. No, for sure. I did too. Um, anyway, so I played a, a fair amount of that. I think I'll finish the campaign just because it's even a bad Call of Duty campaign. I'm just playing on easy. It's still, you know, it's still fun to play and it'll only take a couple hours. Yeah. And what else did I play? I think that was mostly it. There was something else I played too that I wanted to tell you about. I think we both played it and I'll talk to you about it. Perfect. Yes. Um, so I played, we talked about some Final Fantasy fourteen earlier. Yeah, I played a little bit uh, of that too. I played some of the new Apex season. Oh yeah. Did you, it's a new character out? A uh, new map. Yeah. New character. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? It's still Apex. Well, it'd be weird if it wasn't. I like the things I, I still like the things I liked. I still don't like the things I didn't like. It's fun having a new battle pass to kind of unlock stuff in. I like the new character. Do uh, you know the thing about Apex that it's kind of really bothers me, and I never hear anybody talk about it? But the voices in that game are so fucking racist. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's it's so strange to me that this isn't an issue for anybody, but it's like, you know, the Mexican, the Octane is just like fucking arriba, arriba, let's go, you know, and like the like Lifeline is like they're just all these very generic very like token yeah 
<laughs> versions of these voices. And the Korean guy also has this very, like, very deep kind of, like, I don't call it an Asian accent. Actually, it's very Korean when you hear it. But, you know, there's just kind of these very deep, very discernible, very token accents. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know why I hear it so much or why, like, I seem to single in on these things, right? Because no... When I tell people about it, like, yeah, it is, but no one is ever like, yeah, it bothered me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it seems so lazy, you know, to me. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying that as like a, you shouldn't play it or anything. I'm yeah. saying that it's just it's like just it's lazy. Just, it's just so lazy. And it's it's strange to me that this hasn't been a thing to anybody. Right. Yeah. Like it was never controversial. Yeah, it is funny. There's definitely a line between like, you know, someone talking like someone from another country is not inherently racist by any means. No. But if that's all everyone is doing and it's lazy, but yeah. it's just like, okay, you didn't yeah. even fucking try. Come on. And it's like, if it was, they're just not interesting characters. At yeah. That point. And if it was one of them, right? Like if, yeah. if, you know, Lifeline had this very thick kind of, um, you know, island accent. I don't know if she's from, you know, I don't know where specifically she's yeah. from. Right. Um, but kind of it wasn't everyone else didn't kind of follow that pattern. You'd be like, oh, she just has a thick accent. Like, yeah, that's fine, right? Because yeah, people do sometimes. But when you see everyone get released and they all have this like, you know, there's the Polynesian like, eh, brother guy. There's the, you know, there's yeah. the Mexican like fucking Speedy Gonzalez guy. There's, you know, it's like. It's, there's the robot who sounds like a robot. Yeah, there's a robot that sounds like a robot. But is he a robot? I don't know. Because he dies. I don't play Apex as much as you, so I'm not big in the lore. Did we talk about this on the podcast? No. My issues with the robot? I think so, actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I think we did, too. Uh, we don't have to go back into it, but, but why, what does the the hell? Robot, why does a robot die to gas? Oh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. Well, he's and, trying to be a human, like Data. Yeah, he's faking it, right? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> outside of all that, and like I'm saying, I don't think that's a big issue. I don't think it's a reason not to play Apex. Yeah, it's just something funny. Yeah. And to be fair, these aren't the kind of issues that I really take true umbrage with in games. Um, I think it's fine, right? I, I don't think it's any it's more... lazy. I don't think it's any more offensive than Call of Duty writing a bad campaign. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not... I don't think they do it because they're racist or discriminatory or anything. I just think it's lazy. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It's still a good game. It's still Apex. I think the new map is okay. I'm not like that fond of it yet, but maybe I will be more... Um, they added some neat stuff to it. Um, I like that they switched the guns around. They like removed some of the hop ups and added new ones. So like instead of like retuning the stats on guns, they kind of removed some of the attachments you could put on certain ones hmm. and then added new attachments to other guns to kind of like shift the meta around those guns in a more interesting way. Yeah. Which I think is fun. Like, Having the gun do a little more damage per shot or something isn't really noticeable, not very fun, but having it like double shoot bullets or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a lot more f fun to get that gun now and try out the new stuff. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a cool thing. Uh, I think their modernization still sucks. I think they're really bad at making skins. I don't understand how they're so bad. Having a Halloween event, all the skins are really bad. Um, there's maybe one skin I like in the battle pass. Uh, it seems so easy to make good skins, right? Or at least likable skins you know yeah you're right like, a lot of games do it well yeah and i can just think of tons of dumb things to put on skins that would be fun to play as make a guy a knight make a guy a scuba diver make a guy an astronaut make you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah like why almost not? anything right almost anything um and they just don't and i just don't understand like how the skins are so bad 
That's funny. Like it's such a weird problem. It is such a weird problem. And um and it's like I know you have good skin concepts, right? Like I know they're there, so let's let's see them. Let's but, put your cards on the table. Yeah, let's put see. your skin on the table. Let's put your skin in the game. What <laughs> you got. So another game I played is Link's Awakening. Oh, you did finally play it. Yeah. Cool. What did you think? I don't like it. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's very good. Interesting. Um, I, it's, I know people are very nostalgic for that game. Yeah. It's very cute. It runs really bad. It does run poorly. Like, when people said, oh, it runs bad, and you can change screens, it lags. I was like, okay, like that, that's fine. I felt like it wouldn't be like a... You would notice, but then it would load and clean up, and it would be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. No, that game runs really bad. I wouldn't go that far. There are... It's like there's slowdown when you change screens. That's it. That's the only Uh, issues I encountered. But that's the problem is that the screens pan. The screens do pan, yeah. So there's a lot of times where it's loading screens while you're doing things. It's not like you get to the edge, you hit the next screen, and it's like, okay, screen's loading over... Now give it a sec, and then it catches up. There's yeah. times where you're just moving and fighting or dodging a f- jumping fish, and it's just like, it just kind of chugs on you, right? And you're just like, wow, like this is <coughs> like probably sub 10 frames right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like real deep chugging, right? In a way that is surprising to me, more yeah. so than even hearing that it ran poorly. I was surprised how poorly. Um, I think the game's cute. I think it's fun in its way. I definitely think without nostalgia, though. And maybe if I played Link to the Past now, I'd feel the same way. Because it's like, I have so much nostalgia for that game. Yeah. Um, but it just feels weird. It's like, old. It it's very feels old. very old. Yeah, it is old. Uh, the feather feels really bad. The jump feels oh, bad the, to use. I love the jump. Like but again, the, I can't separate it from... Yeah. Uh, the 2D sections, I think, are... Very weird. Very weird. Yeah. In a a way that I'm not super keen on because they're not difficult by any means. Like nothing in that game is hard. No, it's not a hard game. There's a few parts that are kind of hard, but. So in some ways it just feels sort of tedious. Um, Like in the the second dungeon, there's a part where you got to kill minions in the right order to get a key. Yeah, and it's just one part and they never do that again. And I was just like. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured it out pretty fast because you you know you find the beaks and figure it out, but it was just sort of like, like this is fucking. I don't know how I feel about this as a puzzle. Like totally, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of weird like outline concepts that are visited one time and never again. There's very little consistency in anything, which uh, you know is definitely totally valid criticism. How far did you get? If you don't mind me asking, I finished the first two dungeons so far. Uh, okay. So I can lift stuff up and I can jump. Yeah, the power bracelet. Yeah, um, and that's why I haven't played the whole game. I don't have like no, a, no, no. That I, I, it doesn't. Those criticisms do not change. Yeah, I don't have a full assessment of it, and I can see why people like it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad, you know, or anything, right? Like, um, and it plays very much like Link to the Past in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, it's just some of the stuff, like even the mini games. Yeah. Like the fishing, right? Like, you know, like, I guess, like, it just, it all is weird. Like, it just doesn't yeah. play great. The crane game, you know, I did it like t- 10 times trying to get the stupid Yoshi. And I just kind of realized that you just got to keep doing it till he gets like knocked closer and closer. No, that's not correct. Well, if you hit it perfect, it just drops it. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I had no, I got on my first try. I grabbed him so many times, picked him up, yeah. and it just keeps dropping. Well, right. what's funny is that that particular game is totally different in the Game Boy. That's one of the few changes they actually made is in the Game Boy when it's, you know, it's much simpler. It's just 2D, so it's even easier because it's just a 2D graphic. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think those are all valid criticisms. I would say that it is a, you know, it's an ancient game. It's older as fuck. It's, old, it's almost as old as the original. So I think in a lot of ways it's ahead of any other Game Boy game. But yeah, for sure, there's no. I don't think there's any getting outside of the design. If I paid sixty bucks for that game, sight unseen, yeah, I would not be happy about it. Yeah, I no, I think that's. My, to, I think that's totally fair. I think that's. I think that's my takeaway. If it was thirty dollars, yeah, and totally, I think that's um, absolutely valid. And it was like this is a neat kind of throwback Zelda game with fun graphics. I think that's cool. With some but, weird performance issues for some. Yeah, reason. at sixty dollars, having bad performance seems very short. It is very short. Those first two dungeons took me. Th- those those are particularly short. Yeah, but I mean, it just took me no. T- there was yeah. nothing. Nothing was challenging. Yeah, in I got any through way. the first two dungeons in I think like an hour. But, yeah, because I knew exactly where I was going. But yeah, it, it definitely does get harder. But no, there's no question. It's a short game. I didn't know them, and it maybe took me an hour and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, there's really like one way you can go through mm-hmm. most of it. Um, but yeah, I would. I would be upset if, it, if I paid full price. For I, I think I would too if I had never played it before. If it didn't hold a special place, just because of it's so short. And there's very there's another difficulty which is kind of cool, but there's no almost no replay value outside of you know hundred percenting it. Which even that, if you look up a guide, you can do it in a couple hours. Especially if I was young and didn't have money, and that was like the game I got, I would be like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, especially if you had played Breath of the Wild, yeah. you'd be like, "Wait, what?" I'd be like, "Yeah, oh, another Zelda game," and you get totally. it. And you're like, oh. "No, I think that's absolutely valid." And and at the end of the day. I love the game, but it is, like I said, it's very old. Yeah. It is very, and that's with the improvements. Like the original on the Game Boy is, is even harder to play because you're constantly cycling items. None of, like, for example, every time you want to lift something, you have to actually go into your menu, equip the power bracelet as an item, and it seems use so it. crazy. It's insane. It's horrible. So, uh, you know, even they even added a lot of, the same with the Pegasus boots to run, which I guess you haven't gotten that far yet, but. So they even made it more playable. It's strange to me too that like everything requires a power bracelet to lift up. Yeah, everything except like plants. Oh no, even plants. Even you plants. Have. Yeah. And it's like, but they're all different things, you yeah. know, which isn't very Zelda like. Yeah. You know, like you can't pick up pots or plants or boulders or skulls or you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like so there's no like differentiation between yeah. light things and heavy things. Yeah, and another criticism later you get a second power bracelet. But it's only basically only used in that dungeon and maybe like two other places. Yeah. So they definitely kind of ran out of ideas for that. But but it is it is the third Zelda game, or I guess the fourth if you count Zelda two, which you should. So and it's it's very old. But I think again, if you look at it as a Game Boy game, I don't think there's anything even remotely close to as, yeah, as complex or that. as ambitious. Um, but yeah, I think if you never played it and you play Breath of the Wild and you paid sixty bucks for this. I think I would totally understand if you're pissed off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I'll be honest. Yeah. No, I'll I think pl- that's fair. It's interesting to hear. I will I, likely beat it because it's a Zelda game. And it's only a couple hours it's long. It's only a couple hours long. I feel like I'm already... And there is some genuinely cool stuff in there for sure. Uh, I'd love there, to hear your thoughts on it. What are there, eight it. dungeons maybe? There are eight. Yeah. So, it's like... And the last two are, are genuinely challenging if you don't look up solutions. Okay. Um, the seventh dungeon in particular... Does some really cool stuff. So I hope you beat it just because it's... I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on the whole thing. But it's interesting to hear. I, I enjoyed reading reviews from people who had never played the original because their thoughts on it are just so different. And I can't at all separate myself Do from that. they generally like it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's pretty hard to argue it's a poor game. 
It definitely yeah, feels I, old. You could argue it's not a great modern game, but it's not pretending to be. And I do think you're right that the performance issues are. I didn't. I didn't. They didn't bother me as much as they seem to be bothering you. But uh, it it is odd. It's just like why. It's strange to me. Like when I I've seen people on like sites be like, I didn't even notice frame drop, and it's like, yeah, you did. Yeah. Like why are you lying? Don't I lie. definitely did. You're like, don't lie. Like why are you lying yeah. about this game? Because you like it. Because. It is impossible yeah. to say, like, I didn't realize. The and frame. it is very odd. I mean, I think the game does look beautiful. I really like the way it looks, but there's no way it's so taxing on the Switch hardware, which, again, can run The Witcher 3, apparently, and Breath of the Wild. It's very hard for me to, to believe that they could not have ironed that out. Maybe it was rushed. Who knows? Yeah, there's something dumb going on in memory. That's, you yeah, know what I there's mean? Something, like, yeah, there's a problem here, yeah. for sure. It should not be like that. Um, so I played that. And the other game I've been playing... Since we've been out for a while, and this is one I think you played as well. Yeah. Is Destiny 2. Yep, that is the one. Uh, I have not bought the expansion. Me neither. I've only been playing free to play. I did have previous characters, so I don't know if your experience was the same in mind, but it, they seem like I should have just rolled a new character because they were all 750 anyways. Yeah. Um, but but you do get to keep your items. Yeah, which who cares? I mean, I guess at least I have my legendaries. I have all that stuff unlocked, you know, so I can like rebuy it if I want to. Yeah. But most of it's like whatever anyway. But um, how do you like it? Well, I have to tell a quick story about Destiny 2 first, which is the issue with getting my character transferred over. Mm-hmm. Was It was such an astonishing pain in the ass. I had to go through so many stupid steps and there were so many disconnects and resets that it, I, I at one point I completely gave up and was just like, I guess I'm rolling a new character. And I agree that that's actually, it turns out, not a big deal because they're basically a new character anyway. Yeah. But it was pretty astonishing at what how poorly designed it was. Like I had to log into Bungie, and then that kicked me out. And then I tried to log in Battle.net, and then the whole system crashed like five times. Yeah, I reset don't... my email every time. Like so much happened. And then finally, it said, "Sorry, your transfers failed." And I was like, "Okay, fuck you." And then I logged in, and it had worked. Yeah, I don't so understand why that system. It was bad. it was insane, and that to me kind of gets at Destiny too, which is just it's a fun game. I do enjoy it, but it's just incomprehensible. Like it is so. The lore is incomprehensible. The like we talked about this last time. The menu system, the everything about it is just incomprehensible. The director thing is just incomprehensible. The fact you have to load with ships every time you go to a new mission, it's just bizarre. The the gameplay itself is fun, but even like you get to the moon or Mars or Mercury or whatever, and then you're like, Okay, now what do I do? Yeah, I don't even know what to fucking do. Do I go to strike? I guess I'll go on a strike. You're like, I've already done the strike five times. Is it randomly loading? I guess I'll go to the crucible. That's kind of fun. But like, if you want to just play Destiny 2, what does that even mean? Yeah, I pretty much just played Crucible and some strikes. Yeah. like, And they're fun. They're fun. The gameplay is fun. It's just it's just an incomprehensible game. Like, trying to show someone new, bring them on board, is impossible. They're like, well, what, what should we do now? And you're like, oh, I honestly have no fucking yeah, clue. No, I, know. I guess we'll do this public event that they don't tell you anything about what you're supposed to do. I don't know. It's weird. But I will say one thing about, I have the, I forget what it's called, the Eye of Osiris or something. Mm-hmm. It was just totally overpowered weapon that they like released briefly before they patched it out and I still have it. So that was fun because I just used it and it just decimate everything way above my level. Yeah, that sounds so fun. that was cool. It's always a good time. Yeah, it was a 750 weapon, but it was just like obliterating bosses. It was pretty cool. Well, it's funny like on all these strikes too because they're tuned for 750. Like yeah. you pretty much just melt the boss before, yeah. the, fa- before the first phase ends. And yep. you're like, okay, well, that was a strike. Mm-hmm. Um, I played quite a bit. Like I'm at like 905 or oh, something wow. now. Yeah, I think I'm at like 800. So I only played a few hours. Yeah, and um, 
mostly I just played Crucible. Yeah. Because it is. You open the... Like, you get all these quests when you start. It's like, here's a fucking million quests. But they're, like, not actual quests. They're not actual they're quests. They're, like, places you can spend currency. You don't know what it is. And there's places, like... So, you open the director. It's like, here's a bunch of planets. Yeah. And you're like, so which one do I go to? And it's like, here's a bunch of planets. Yeah. It's not, like, an open world. Yeah. And you're like, well, I've seen most of these planets. Like, I, I don't yeah. have a lot of desire. I'm like, I've already spent a lot. Of, I know I have, but I don't even remember what I did, yeah. which does not speak highly of it. I know I did the main campaign. I don't even know how you would do that now. And then realize, oh, realizing that the new expansion is on the moon again. Yeah. Which I guess the first Destiny was on the moon. Yeah. It makes me, it's like... I don't really want to like yeah because you put a bunch of time into the first one. I yeah, I don't really want to pay to see your your asset flip on the moon. <laughs> well, right? I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's different. Some, but it's the real. It's, it's the like same, survival horror now. But it's the which same moon. Cool. Yeah, no, I know. It's I the mean, same. like the areas. It's are the, the same. it's the Earth's moon. The areas are the same. But I'm sure I'm sure they did something. Yeah, different. I mean, there's a strike which I, you can play in the strike playlist. So I've seen that strike. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like. And at the end, it is just a Lucia, right? Like, there's nothing to do except get better guns, right? Yeah, which I seem to be doing fine just playing Crucible. Yeah, exactly. And also, I'm doing fine with my 750 Osiris weapon. It's still far better than anything I found. I think the real failing of this, and people like it, so totally. fine. Um, Q, if you ever listen to our podcast <laughs> and hear this, Destiny's a good game, okay? It is. No, I mean, I think it's fun to play. But I think the real failing of this expansion, and I think what playing this free-to-play version really shows you, is that none of this matters. Yeah. Like, your what light is the level, point of Destiny? Yeah, your light level doesn't matter. Um, where you go doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the of guns you have apparently doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because of scaling and because of the, the nature of this game, like, it's a loot shooter, but the loot is all irrelevant. Yeah. <coughs> so it's like, I mean... You can come back and say, well, what's the point of any game? But what's the fucking point of like collecting this higher light level gear? And then you, and then you, you can break it down in components and craft, which I don't even know how the fuck to do that. <coughs> yeah, there's a gun. There's like a, uh, like a forge for making guns somewhere. Yeah. I've heard about it. <laughs> I've heard stories. I've heard tales. Yeah, but it's like, I don't just fucking play Crucible. Like, who cares? Like, you know, which is fine. Yeah, and again, it's a free game now, which I think actually makes a lot of sense. It's much easier to forgive all these things. It's kind of like Warframe, right? Because Warframe is pretty incomprehensible, too, to a newcomer. What's weird to me is I'm not a newcomer. Like, I put in probably 30 hours into Destiny 2, and I still fucking have no clue what to do when I go in. And when I am playing it, I have fun. It's not like a bad game. It's just, it's a strange game, and it does feel very pointless. At least Warframe has a progression system. Yeah. What I feel like with Destiny 2 right now is... There's all this stuff with no progression system, and then if you pay money, you can have the thing that you're actually supposed to do. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, oh, here's the stuff that you should be doing, and everything else is irrelevant, so who fucking cares? Yeah, you can like do it if you want, I guess. I feel like that's the vibe of the game. And I know, from what I understand, if you haven't beat the campaign, like, you can do the campaign, which is cool, but I have no idea how. And like, if fuck? I were to tell someone right now, like, play the campaign, they'd say, oh, where, where do I go? Yeah, where do I like, start? I don't fucking have any clue. Who fucking knows? Nobody knows. Who fucking knows? Bungie maybe knows. And who fucking cares? And not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you going to, like, what does it advance? Nothing. Yeah, like I get. Yeah, would you even get better gear if you did the the original campaign? No, now? and it's like I guess it would just be it'd be like a tutorial. Yeah, nothing's being unlocked or advanced or changing. Yeah, maybe right? that's like, kind of maybe that's kind of what I take issue with is I beat it when it first came out and I did a bunch of strikes and I had fun. I enjoyed it as a campaign. Um, and then and then I remember thinking like I don't want to play this anymore. I'm sure in a few years when I check back in it'll be all kinds of new stuff. 
And I feel like I got my character in through a fucking Herculean feat. Yeah. Finally got my character in. And I booted up and I was like, oh, this is exactly the same feeling as I had when I stopped playing it back in the day. Yeah. Like, well, okay, I don't want to do any of this. I've already seen all these planets and I don't know where to go or what to do. And at least when you originally played through it, you played through the campaign. Yeah. And you were like, ah, end game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the whole, time, yeah. Time to do strikes and gear up for Until raids. I'm bored. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Or get bored or whatever, right? And like play Crucible with all the other end game people, right? Yeah. And now it's like, ah. Uh, it still feels like that. All the stuff, you yeah. know? And it's like, well, do I want to go do public events? It's like, why? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, not, who, none of this. And is, I get all this loot and I have no idea what any of it is and I don't yeah, care. And I don't care. Um, it is fun to run around and shoot stuff. It though. is fun. And I do I do still think they ha- there's something about the shooting mechanics that no other game has quite figured out. Like, it is so fun to get a headshot from across the map in that game with a hand cannon. And you just blast something in the head and, like, all that stuff flies out. And it feels so good. The weapon shooting is so good. I just wish they'd tie that into, like, a real video game. <laughs> Yeah, it just divorce- it feels like a tech demo. Yeah, divorcing all the progression from it. Yeah, I it just feel like it feels, feels like a, so bad. Yeah, I hate that. I just wish they'd bring those shooting mechanics into like a normal FPS. It's very strange. Yeah, I I was not as caught up in it. Um, I mean, I play quite a bit to get to yeah. wherever I am, whatever that means. Because um, now I have to do like the powerful gear things to upgrade. Do you think you'll do that? I don't even know what that means. Um, it means you got to do like, you know, if you do like a bunch of the bounties, it'll give you like a, like a daily or a weekly or whatever. I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's like quests. You got to do yeah. like gear quests. Right? Yeah. 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 But they're like, do all these bounties or do all the weaponsmith bounties or, um, go do some public events or whatever. Right. And it's just like, I don't care. Like what is it? Who cares? Why? Why should I? I'm over leveled for the nightfalls and I'm over leveled for the uh, strikes and I'm over leveled, right? Like, I'm over leveled for everything except probably the stuff I'd have to buy anyway. Yeah. So it's like, what is the point of this free to play version? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess to play Crucible. Like, I, and that's fine. Like, I just play Crucible, right? And I do like playing Crucible. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. I just don't see the relevance, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I do think I'd have a different opinion about it if it had launched free-to-play. Yeah. But it feels like it hasn't changed at all. And and to be fair, I haven't bought any expansions. But that's kind of the point. It's been out for, what, two years now? Mm-hmm. And it feels exactly the same as when I stopped playing. And the reason I stopped playing is because I was like, I don't... It just I just don't connect with it at all. Despite the fact that the, the second-to-second gameplay is quite good. And it looks cool. And it, I, to me, it's just... It's so disappointing because it's such a great platform mm-hmm. for to do exactly what it seems like they want to do or their mission statement is. Yeah. But it doesn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if that game had, like, a real, like, grind-out, quest-based progression system. Like, if it was an MMO. If that game was Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. But you ran around and shot the shit out of stuff. Yeah, that would be so cool. It would be so fun. If it took 100 hours to, like, do all the missions and get to the last level. If you had to do every mission in a row. Yeah. To get to all the newer stuff. It would feel a lot better. For sure. Right? Uh yeah, this is a game that I think would benefit from much more traditional structure. Yeah. 
And even like when it when they launch, when the expansions come out, it's still like the missions are very like the 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 main story quest is the MSQ as we call it in Final Fantasy fourteen world <laughs> is very short and yeah. um, uninspired, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not. You could say well it's free to play, but it's like they never really offered that. And also, it was not free to play until yeah. I'm just saying, even when it was just paid, a week ago, even and when then was, they charged sixty bucks for it. Let's not forget yeah, what it came even out. when it was paid, it didn't offer that. No, not at all. Right? That's why it stopped playing. Yeah, and it's just like it's never delivered on that promise. It does feel unfinished. And by seeing this, it's like it makes it really clear they're not, they have no plan to deliver on that promise. Yeah, you know, um, but we'll see what happens. I mean. It's funny, like how the story gets spun now that you know it's Blizzard's or Bungie's on their own. Yeah, like oh Bungie, you know they got out of, they escaped Activision. It's like no Activision kicked them out. And right? also, you could probably argue that <laughs> Activision's the only reason <laughs> they still exist. I, I don't know, yeah. but I mean, good timing for them. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that is a very yeah. good point. Yeah, they really lucked out on this one. Yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe they knew. Uh, how would they? <laughs> they really lucked out on this one, but um, but yeah, I, I have concerns for the long term sustainability of that game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but I suspect we may not see a Destiny three. I suspect we will not see a Destiny three as well. Hopefully, they get an opportunity to make just like a yeah, just a true free to play all in one kind mm-hmm. of either just call it destiny or a new product that's like that yeah if they took like a warframe model and really like just use their engine and mechanics to kind of the fill that model are, per- are so solid i could just see being a great game um and i have a lot of complaints about warframe but yeah. um, but as a free-to-play i think it's pretty good yeah it's i think it's amazing as a free-to-play game all right so i had a couple stories i wanted to get into in the news that's what i've been playing so i don't know if you played anything else this week no no destiny 2 that was that was something i'm glad you brought up because i want to talk about it as well and so we did. And so we did. Uh, first story, we actually already used like all of our time, but it's okay. Uh, first story is a pretty easy one. Uh, Steam local multiplayer online. Yeah. Uh, this is from Ars Technica. Uh, this is just a little blurb. On Wednesday, September 7th. Sen- Wednesday, September. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? On Wednesday, Reading is hard. On Wednesday, Steam sent a stealth news update to developers about a surprise new feature coming to Steam as soon as October 21st. It's right around the corner, everybody. Remote play together. The feature will transform any local multiplayer video game into an online one. And it will work by having the primary player stream their game to up to three other friends. Meaning that other players won't have have to buy a copy to join in. That is cool. I think it's super cool. I'm sure developers hate it, which makes you like it even more. And uh, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> not, but um, but it is super cool. That's super fun, right? Yeah, like, it's an interesting idea. I could definitely see like, you know, co-op like Enter the Gungeon or, um, you know, is Castle Crashers on Steam now? Probably. Yeah, some Castle Crashers, dude. What about like Mortal Kombat or something? Well, like, would it work for fighting games? I assume it would. I assume it would work. I don't know how good it would be. Yeah, that's my question. Right? Because I don't know if you're playing from a... Yeah. Is it like... I don't think you're playing off a Steam server. Yeah. And also, like, do you have to download it? Or is it purely streamed? I would assume it's purely streamed. Yeah, so that wouldn't work for a fighting game, probably. Yeah, I would assume that that's going to be pretty rough if you try it. But um, Although Google did claim... Did you hear about that? Such fucking bullshit. 
No. They claimed with Stadia that it's eventually going to be better than local hardware because it will have negative latency. It's going back in time? Yeah. So what my thought to that... That's amazing. My, thought, my first thought was like, what? Fuck off. What does that mean? They're going to predict what movements you do? That's stupid. Sure enough, that's what they're saying. I They'll go be to able my- to use AI to predict what you're going to play. So it's just... I don't know. That kind of marketing speak, I'm sure whoever said that immediately regretted it. And I'm sure, I hope their boss emailed him and was like, what? I don't say to, it's going to be better than I local hardware. I want to go to 1997. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Go way, back in time. way negative latency. I want to go to 1997. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like Sophomore year in high school, <laughs> the world was my oyster. Yeah. If I knew what I knew now, Jesus. <laughs> the world would be such a different place. It'd be better for you. It would be better for me. Um Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how that actually operates. Yeah, not a very dramatic story. Not a lot to say about it. Just a, I think it's cool. I think it, it sounds cool. fun. Um, it's definitely a very consumer-friendly move. Very consumer-friendly, like in a real way. And uh, I think developers won't like it, but... Um, yeah, maybe they will. I mean, maybe that'll encourage more people to buy local games that they wouldn't have otherwise. You know, that they can play with friends. Who knows? Some developers won't like it, but I think the opportunity to sell it as a feature on a game i think is profound yeah no yeah i could see right? that that case being made for sure like Let's especially w- like you know like what if you're a streamer yeah right yeah that's true someone and could just like, drop in yeah you can just pull in three viewers oh, that's a cool that's a good point right like that's cool like that's a super cool I wonder idea how far back will it go like if i want to play say resident Evil zero or something i'm hoping 97 what is it with you in 97? It was a good year for me. It was the best year of your life. I mean, I will, because like... GoldenEye came out. 96 was freshman year in high school. Yeah, no one likes freshman year. And freshman year is rough. 97, yeah. though, sophomore year, I could set up a lot of big things to happen by junior year. You were playing, yeah. What were you playing then? Tribes? In 97? Um, let me think. What was I playing in 97? I was still playing a lot of StarCraft. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, A lot of PlayStation games. Yeah. There was a game I really liked called Tokyo Highway Battle. Huh. Remember? It was a drifting game out of Japan. It was like a full full Japan game I played a lot of. Do you still have it? No, I don't know where. I don't know where any of my PlayStation stuff went. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's okay. It's what happens. But um, not to me. And a lot of N64. Yeah, same. Yeah, a lot of N64 games. And I also probably was just playing the original Resident Evil. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, Resident Evil was pretty good for the I, time. I can remember being very scared. And my bedroom was like attached to the garage, like downstairs, like detached from the house. Oh, nice. That's cool. You were lucky. And I had no idea what I was getting into with Resident Evil. Yeah. Like I had no clue. Like horror games weren't really a thing at that point. Yeah. Like not yeah, unless like, you really like seek them out. Yeah. And they weren't like any good, even if they were. Yeah. You know, like they weren't scary at all. Yeah. And so playing a game that was like actually scary was like, what the fuck? Is and it's this? hard to explain now because it seems so quaint. Yeah. It's so unscary in retrospect, but it was just very different than anything to come out. Nothing scary existed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Not in like that. Not in that way. No, not that was like so clearly designed to be stressful and scary. And suspenseful. Yeah. It was much more uh, games were about empowerment and power yeah. fantasies versus like scarcity and survival. Those dogs jumping through that window yeah. were like... That scared people. That fucked me up, man. That might be why I don't like horror games. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> get over those dogs. That shit was terrifying. <laughs> All right. Now we're getting to the real story. The oh news of the week. Yeah. This shit has been everywhere. 
Where did South Park be talking about it? NBA. NBA. <clears throat> Blizzard, the developer of Diablo and World of Warcraft. And partner of Activision. Other, among other notable games, has faced a <laughs> growing backlash since it removed pro player Chung Blitzchung Ing Wa. I don't know. From a Hearthstone tournament and feature future events. His ban came two days after he showed support for the Hong Kong protests in a post-game interview on October 6th. In response to the ban, gamers began boycotting the developer on Wednesday. Hashtag Boycott Blizzard started trending on Twitter, and the company's actions have been called out by two U.S. senators. Blizzard isn't the only business tangled up in the Hong Kong protest. No. Apple, Google, and the NBA have all found themselves in the middle of political tensions between Hong Kong and China. And South Park. And South Park. This is from CNET, the story. This is a story today that kind of had a recap on a yeah, lot sort of, of new updates since. Uh, but the, you know, the initial story, uh, Hearthstone tournament, dude wins. And in his post game, uh, takes off his, he has like a gas mask on, takes it off, says, I can't remember what he said. I'll be Something honest. pro Hong Kong. Pro Hong Kong statement. I could find it for you if you really want to know. But yeah, people probably know. Yeah, free Hong Kong or something, right? And uh, the the casters actually hid under their desks when he started talking because they didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, they still got fired. Yep, uh, he got banned for life. All of his prize money was taken away. To me, that's the one that really. That yeah, I think the banned for anything. life too. No, like, for sure. But I think really just taking a prize money away is like, whoa, okay relax it just proves his point it does no, I think I, that's what's sad about it I right? think that's true I think it did it actually helped his case I'm sure it sucks to lose all that money I don't know how much it was but how much was it was it like 20 grand or like half a million it was I mean I, I would assume tens of thousands yeah not, more, but not nothing not nothing but you know if they would have said like hey we understand but this is not a place for political statements uh, we're just going to ban you for three months from competitive play. Yeah. It would have been a thread on Reddit, but it would have died out very quickly. Yeah. Right. And um, it would have really taken the power away from what he said. Right. But the ban for life and taking all the money from him, I think, really just gave so much weight to his statements and um, really has incited the full ire of the Internet on Blizzard. Yeah. There are some hilarious memes going on right now. Um, Pro Hong Kong May is a big thing yep. on Reddit now, mm -hmm. um, which I really enjoy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's great. I saw some cosplay today of someone of Pro Hong Kong May, and she looked awesome. Uh, a lot of Winnie the Poohs popping up right now. Yep. I think uh, South Park helped with that as well. Yeah. I didn't see the South Park episode. It's excellent. It's it. I'm, I have a feeling this next week they'll probably bring Blizzard in because they, you know, they've worked with Blizzard in the past. So I suspect. Oh yeah, they're the World Warcraft. Yeah, it's great. But I suspect they'll they, they were they went really hard on China, which is cool that they could. Um, but anyway, it has been interesting to see. Now I guess the the by Blizzard's logic. He did violate the rules because there is a very clear no politics involved. Well, no offensive right. material. Yeah. So, yeah, the question is like on the other side, if he was, say, you know, saying make America great again, would they have banned him? I think, you know, maybe not. I don't. Well, who knows? Right? Exactly. But that's the question is like, is it because is it only because China is such a huge, powerful financial force? 
Or is it, or is said, it where they just genuinely adamant about enforcing the rules? That's what I mean. I think if he said no humans are illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Something less specific. Something less specific. Or like something like trans friendly or like, yeah. yeah. Or like vegan. Yeah. I don't think it would have been an issue. That's a good point. Right. If he said something like, you know, something that could be viewed a little more. Well, he did. But, you know, if he said something in our scope that was more controversial. Yeah. Right. Um, then, yeah, I think, uh, you know, if America is a nation of borders or something, right? Like, yeah, I could see him facing similar controversy, right? Or at least pushback from Blizzard, maybe not support from the internet in the same way. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it seems very specific, very harsh, uh, and very apparently kowtowing to what I think we all agree is a, um, shitty situation and a government that is uh very deeply in violation of a lot of human rights you yeah know? certainly by our standards certainly by our standards and my own personal standards uh you do you follow hard drive on twitter no it's a magazine i guess hard times they do like uh parody Mm-mm. and they post those every day it's jeff kaplan calmly explains why it's important to balance human rights with chinese money well i mean there is that side of it which is like they're a huge giant company and they want to make money that's fair but like that's the problem is they don't and we talk about this a lot there's just such a lack of transparency and they didn't find a balance i think they certainly did not right like i think if they did i think if they approached it in a way that it was like where is the kind of tipping point let's let's slowly walk up to this tipping point uh, and try and do the damage control we can and um, and kind of see where that leaves us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then there's a way, I think, to dance around this thing and kind of find a... a I don't know. I'm not saying that's ethical or like moral. No, but yeah, I'm but purely from like a shareholder standpoint. That's yeah. what we're talking about here. Morality aside. I think you're right that it's odd that they react in this way. It did sort of imply an, a lack of preparedness, which I'm surprised by because, of course, something like this was going to happen eventually. Yeah. Like, how could it not? And it's it's odd they weren't a little more prepared for it. And now it's going to be everywhere. I mean, there's a recent... It's like what happened in the NFL, right? Like, yeah. with Kaepernick and all. It's the same kind of thing. Like, the more you hate it, the more people are going to be inspired by it. And whatever side of the issue you fall on, almost doesn't matter. It's still, like, it is bringing light to it. Like, yeah. I can't imagine a more efficient... May, fuck. Maybe that's what Blizzard is doing. Maybe they're taking the bullet and really just trying to bring awareness to it by, by pretending to be, you know, Chinese... Uh, kowtow well i think there's a good way to i i don't that's what i, I mean fine i just don't think that they would of course need not. to engage in this i'm totally in, joking but then the, these theatrics this certainly that, was right? a good way to bring attention to the issue <laughs> if, I, if i'm blizzard that's what i'm gonna say now yeah yeah well like yeah we're trying to help well you probably get in trouble for saying that though but you know what i mean like if i'm blizzard pr i'm trying to spin this as like see we showed we showed the world like what's going yeah. on here right but um yeah, it's really gross. Like it, it is. It's it's really uh, tone deaf in a way that is surprising. Yeah. Uh, it almost to me feels like someone like their China team did this. Yeah. And now they're kind of just like facing the repercussions of it and afraid. Don't know how to like walk it back. Yeah, I would know? love to hear from the inside. I don't know anyone, but it would be I'd be very curious because I agree. There's something that feels a little off about this. Like I don't think. 
you know, I don't think this was all company wide, like, Oh, we got to do this. Let's do it. This is the right thing to do. I think you're right that some, somewhere in the link or in the chain, there was a reaction that maybe wasn't super well thought out. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I know it's not him anymore, but I don't think Ben Brode was on the phone. Like, yeah. Like get rid of these fucking, take all his money, kick him in the curb. Yeah, Yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, I, and if you look like on, uh, I can't remember, Weibo or whatever, the Chinese social media site. Yeah. Like, their statement about this was very harsh. What did it say? Uh, Let me find it real quick, because it was, it's very different than what, you know, like, oh, you know, we have in our rules that you can't. Yeah, no, they don't fuck around. That's the thing about China. They're not like, they don't pretend to be Yeah, it's like, we we will protect the great nation of China, you know, like. Yeah, uh, that's what, when they banned South Park, they said the same thing, like, this is, you know, this is disrespectful and violation of all good all that's good and right yeah we must i'm trying to find it so give me give me a minute but uh i think what's funny about this is is blizzard and overwatch right because i do think they've tried pretty hard to foster a reputation for overwatch as somewhat inclusive and whether or not they're good at that is certainly debatable but they've certain it, it does feel like they've tried to go down that road like they've tried to position overwatch as a very inclusive and friendly game and in some ways it is or maybe it's not however you want to argue that but it is funny to see this like oh but if with the slightest pushback from a huge investor they're like oh just kidding fuck you you know it's funny like just recently we're kind of having this conversation about overwatch on this very podcast yeah you know and you know i feel like my kind of cynical impression was you know it seems clear they're doing this as sort of a like the the way they position themselves as this like that's a marketing social tactic. justice thing is is yeah. such a, a obvious marketing push and you see actions like this and it's like oh of course yeah. you know like I don't think there's even anything inherently wrong with that it's fine I don't like, either whatever you want, but it is a little it does feel a little disingenuous like oh I see so you don't actually care about human rights or the furthering of any sort of ideology you just you saw a good space to market to and I think there are people that buy into it sure. Right. And maybe there's people who are on the staff who genuinely want that too. For sure. Like, yeah. But there are people that buy it. There are just more people buying into it. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so here's the translation of Blizzard's statement on uh, Weibo. So to clarify, this is Blizzard's official statement on Chinese social media. About Blitzchung. Okay. We would like to express our strong anger and condemnation at what happened at the Hearthstone Asia tournament last weekend. We also strongly object to the spreading of personal political beliefs during any contest. The contestant involved will be banned from participating in any contest, and the broadcasters involved will also be immediately stopped from working. Meanwhile, we will, as always, be determined to defend the pride of the country. Right? Yeah, that that's yeah. And who knows? In translation, maybe it's different, but that certainly reads as. Something a Chinese government official would say. That's what I'm, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I think, I think these balls started rolling long before Blizzard HQ could, oh, yeah, like get their paws on it. And it's picked up so much steam along the way that they're just like, how do we walk out of this? Right. Like, yeah, and I'll be curious to see how they do. I don't know. I don't, I like, what would you do right now if, if Blizzard hire you for PR? What would you do? Cause I don't even know where I'd start. I would honestly, um, I would say what we said, right? Even if China didn't like it, I think there's a way to still tiptoe into this and people are still going to be mad. Sure. But I think there's a way to kind of say like, you know, to 
to have a, an honest, open discussion about the fact that, yes, we're trying to protect our financial interests as well as the policies of our partners and our partner countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and this isn't a, for us, this isn't an issue of morality. This is us protecting our stockholders and yeah. our shares and our employees. Yeah, just a little bit of transparency as always. Yeah. And our employees. Could go a long way. And we know it feels bad and it looks bad. And, um, and we accept that, but this, this is the price what, of doing this business, is the price of doing business and what it takes for us to continue to provide for our employees and provide for the people that invest and continue company. to make the games that and you continue, love. Yeah. Or continue whatever. to make games that you like. Right. And I think you say that China's not really happy with it. They don't, but who cares? But who not cares? Be happy. And, but you're also not selling them out. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. It's kind of a middle ground where no one will be happy, but at least it won't be entirely one-sided yeah and again i totally understand the importance of doing business but there is something a little weird about like siding with a different country <laughs> than the country you're from like i'm not a i'm not a you know isolationist by any means but there there's something a little weird about like like for example what if this dude had said something something extremely pro-china yeah i don't I mean, we'd probably be pissed off but i don't think anyone in america would be demanding that we ban him and take all his prize money you know so and, there's something a little shitty about that and plenty of people are saying things pro China. I mean, that's the yeah, that's the real yeah. Like, I don't think Blizzard would release that fucking statement if it, in America, if it'd be like we strongly condemn if it was pro China. Yeah, um, but I mean, that's the whole thing. Like when these Hong Kong protests were going down, there was a real big thing on social media of Chinese celebrities yeah. and American Chinese celebrities posting these like very similar, very samey statements, kind of um, condemning the protests and in support of China. Right. And these were all like, not, I wouldn't say they were supported. Right. But there was no issue with these things being out there. Yeah. Right? And nor should there be. It's like, no, hey. yeah. No one was condemning them. Right. People were saying like, this is some fucking China propaganda. Yeah. Right. Cause clearly they're all posting the same image with the same messages, but it wasn't viewed as like, you know, this stain on the nation. Right. Yeah. Um, or these Hong Kong protesting, you know, it's, it's obviously an oppressive regime doing its best to silence voices coming out of that regime, right? And it's, you know, it's so funny, like, when you look at the uh, parallels against, like, what's happening in America and, and the freedoms people have of to speak their mind and assemble and, you know, like, yep. as much as as much as we want to, like, as much as we want to... Uh, position us our country and our people as the ultimate victims and the the true oppressed yeah you know it's it's amazing how free we are to express these ideas when you see these other countries where it's just like not only is it not encouraged or not covered like yeah, it's, it's, punitive it's wiped from and dangerous, right? Yeah. Like it is punitive and dangerous to have these ideas and to share them. No, totally. I think it does speak something to our luxury of freedom of speech and that we are so sensitive about it. And we should be, it's important. And I'm yeah, pr- I mean, that's how you protect it. It's like the one you thing know? America does really, really well is we are almost a hundred percent free to say whatever the fuck we want yeah. about any government official. And that's something we take for granted. And it's one of, yeah, I think it's one of the things we should be exporting. And one of the values and things that America's always done that we act, or the United States, I should say, that we actually do well. And and don't get me wrong. Like you said, we protect that freedom by complaining about it yeah. and being vigilant about it. Right? Yeah, like, for sure. I'm not saying anyone should um, 
downplay like violations of freedom of speech yeah, in this yeah. country, right? Because it's important. But to, it's also important to be thankful and, and aware of how good we have it and yeah. keep it that way. But also, yeah. And, how, and this how, is a very stark. And how important it is. Yeah. No, totally. Right. Like how important it is. And this doesn't, if nothing else, it just kind of highlight that like, whoa, whoa. Like, cause China's not pretending. They're not even, I mean, I'm sure they're s- bullshitting their people, but they're not even pretending to like the, when the South Park thing happened, they just scrubbed South Park from existence on the internet. Yeah. They didn't like put up a thing that said, you shouldn't watch this. They deleted every reference that South Park has ever made that they could off of the entire internet. So it pretended it never existed. It's not like, you know, it's, it's, it's very different. And there wasn't some slow rollout or some like, never talk about this thing. It's just like, no, it's, like it's is, gone. What do you mean? This is dead. Yeah. If you ask someone in China about it, they'd be like, no, we've killed that. Yeah, because right. it was horrible and toxic it was, yeah, and evil. Yeah, horrible, toxic, anti-China propaganda, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's almost a pride in their, like, in and their desire to... Just, you, do have to you do have to marvel at the efficiency of it. Like, yeah. That's pretty, like, wow. It's quite I mean, extraordinary they could do that. It's just, you, it's kind of a fucking waste. Imagine if they put those resources towards, like, bettering whatever. I mean, you like, something still, constructive instead of suppression. You can still get your paws on it, I'm sure. If you of course, yeah. If you really want to see South Park, just get a VPN. They haven't yeah. figured that out yet. I'll send some flash drives over with South Park episodes. <laughs> yeah. Big good ones. to me. Techyetpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get them there. Well, what's funny is they've had a lot of China stuff. I'm surprised this was what kind of pushed it over the edge. It does feel like it's kind of... There's more tension now than ever, partly probably because of the trade war and what's going on politically. But, you know, South Park's been talking about China for a long time. And it's never been disrespectful to the Chinese people. Yeah. South Park's pretty good about not being racist. But anyway, it's been interesting to see, and it'll be fascinating to see how this blizzard stuff works out. I am so curious to see what this week brings as far as what their next steps are. Because Dude, they've... I'm so curious about BlizzCon. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about What's that. this month. Wow. It's in a couple weeks. I wonder if they'll have a Diablo Immortal announcement, which would be hilarious since that's it all. It would be hilarious. They're like, um, so anyway, we still have this mobile game that you hated, and also it's developed by the Chinese. Um, please, please get it. I mean, if this starts, if this continues to build, I could, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't either. They shouldn't have BlizzCon if this continues to ramp, because it is. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't even think about BlizzCon. It is detrimental to their company to be exposed like that right now yeah you're right right like and dangerous i was about to say that could actually all like all kidding aside be genuinely dangerous it's legitimately dangerous to expose yourselves like that right now with the way things are especially where the you know it's southern california right like it's not it's not a place that i mean it's a because a lot of people here a lot of people a lot of active political voices yeah a lot of exposure yeah. Right. And, you know, Anaheim Convention Center is a very kind of exposed place. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you got Mickey Mouse there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. We'll have to revisit this next week. I'm sure there'll be plenty of interesting developments. I assume we'll be talking about this all month. Okay. I mean, just because I don't think it's, <laughs> I, don't think it's I don't think it's going away fast. I don't think. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see in this climate of, you know, fast news. But this does seem like pretty catastrophic. I'll be curious to see. Yeah, it will be. I I am very curious to see where this goes. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It is. It is. It is. And I, you know, as always, I hope everyone's okay and you know that things end in a in a positive way. But it, yeah, we'll see. This is very unlike most video game stories. Yeah, it's crazy. And it is funny that you know angry gamers are seem to be on you know a more traditionally considered sort of quote unquote right side. You know. As far as uh, 
not politically right, but as far as like most people agree, the suppression of freedom is not good. Even gamers. So it's kind of fun instead of like the gamer gates or the like these fucking gamers, the readers. Yeah. It's interesting that this idea, you know, they're aligned with the left. I think, although then again, maybe the left's like super pro China at this point. I don't even know. I don't even know what left and right mean. I don't either. I guess that's my point. It's all sort of convoluted. Yeah, they're all mad we're not staying in wars and, you or know, getting or out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, keep, I can't like, keep track of I don't who's... know who wants to go to war, who doesn't want to go to yeah. war. I don't know. I think we all like gay people now. I love gay people. Yeah. But like... And I think we all support Hong Kong. As and far I as think I can we tell. all support Hong Kong. And I think partly it's because it's a financial center. But, yeah. you know, regardless, it, it is kind of nice to be united for once. Even, yeah, the, I, even the gamers and the everyone seems to be united. That, the readers, the gamers. Yeah, it, it seems to be united that Blizzard fucked up, which yeah. is kind of interesting. It is interesting. All right. With that, we're calling it a day. Thank you guys so much yeah. for listening to us for this very long episode of the Tech Cat Podcast. Yeah, I know we covered a lot of ground and we'll continue to. So make sure you check back next week, too, for any updates. If you listen this long, tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Because you've listened for an hour and 20 minutes. This must be very good. Yeah, you must love it. You must really be into this. Also, send us an email. Yeah. Techyoutpodcast at gmail.com. And there's a lot we covered here. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Go to the website, techyoutpodcast.com. Yeah. Check it out. Click on our social links. We got plenty of episodes. Leave me a message. Put me in your top eight on MySpace. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay? Tom and Tony. Tom, Tony, Leo, Tech Yeah. That's all you need. Just delete the rest. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. We love you guys. Go play some games.